that everything you said about the fireflies is true. I swear. Joe. Ah, hello there, everybody, and welcome to episode nine of ClickerCast, The Last of Us podcast. The last ever episode of The Last of Us season one anyway my name is matt hudson from what i watched tonight and joining me as ever from bub the podcast he oh my god he's got stu- he's got things pouring out of everywhere he's infected but he looks good still it's best been bulletin how you doing mate i'm not bad mate like i said it's 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 getting very ropey now it's the turn is happening it's things something's trying to come out of my mouth i can feel it i don't know what it is we haven't got much time i don't keep I that don't to believe, yourself mate, so We've got to move. By season, We've got to move pretty quick. By, yeah, no. By season two, you'll be like one of them big old shamblers coming out of the ground. That's how. Mate, I'm be, that's gonna, shambler right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you better, right. you've, you've eaten well recently, so yes. Um, <laughs> my friend, the season finale. Well, let's. Okay, it goes without saying, everyone. If if, if this is your first clicker cast, welcome. The other eight have been spoiler filled. This one is going to be no different. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen the finale of The Last of Us season one. Please don't listen to this just yet. Pause us. Go back and listen to the. Go back and watch the episode. Sorry, it's only forty-three minutes long. Then come back mm-hmm. and listen to us because we do not want to be the ones to spoil this, this ending for you. But uh, yeah, spoilers everywhere. Um, and like we said, this this is it now. This is the final episode of season one. A lot of people are going to be worried about would they stick the landing in terms of would they change anything? Would they adapt the ending? Would they make it more ambiguous? Craig Mazin, uh, Neil uh, Druckmann, and uh, Ali um, Abassi, who directed this, they all said, "Nope, <laughs> we we ain't changed a thing no, about that not. ending." And and that is what I love about this episode. Now, whether I love the episode as a whole, we'll find out now. But firstly, before we hear what I think, I want to hear what you think, mate. We've got there now. We've got to the final. We've had some of the best moments in TV that we've seen in years, in de- decades, in this season we've had a few episodes which were solid if not spectacular the finale though this is the one people want to know don't they this is the one people want to know is did it hit the landing mate as a fan of the game as a as a lover of this franchise mm-hmm. did it hit i think they did land i think this is a like i have issues we have issues but it's not necessarily with the final episode it's more of a season thing um which we will get on but um I think as a, as a standalone episode on its own, I think it's just stuck the landing. I think it's a very, very good season finale. As you mentioned, it's very accurate to the game adaptation. It is emotional. It is it is fast paced. It is we get we get new things in this, which is refreshing. We get to see um, Ellie's mother. We get to see her story a little bit. Um, I think the performances from Bella and and Pedro, especially Pedro, in this episode are fantastic. Um, it's great to see Marlene back, um, yeah. and yeah, just just all the feels of the games, the giraffe scene, all of it. Like it's all, it's all very well done. It's a very very good episode. Uh, it's not my favorite episode of the season. Um, I still think that is held by uh, episode three. I still think episode three is the magnum opus of the season. But yeah, it's still a fantastic episode. Very happy with the ending. Uh, how do you feel about it? I liked it an awful lot. I was worried the first time we saw this when I saw it was only 43 minutes. That did worry me. If I Correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the shortest episode of the it season is. or the second maybe. Yeah, and there it go. So with a, when the season finale is the shortest episode, that can either mean they've wrapped everything up they needed to beforehand and now this is, this is it now. This is the, this is the dessert after the, everything that's been. Or, you know maybe they haven't given themselves enough time like you said we've got issues season-wide with this we mentioned it on last week's episode the david episode as we called it and it goes and it bears repeating now but until then i will say i think this was a very good episode i love that they kept what was so good about the game they didn't try to change anything you know nothing they didn't look at what they did then and thought oh is it too controversial is it too no in fact, we did, in fact, we just got a smash to black in this, which I loved. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I did like it. I, but I, I will say it again, just rather than beating around the bush. No point. I do think the season needed definitely one more episode. However, upon doing these episodes, we've probably identified that they could have done with maybe two more episodes. Not because the season was lacking, 
for story, but it felt like from maybe episode six onwards or just after, it felt like things happened very quickly. Whereas yeah. I don't think anyone would have complained if we'd had one more episode between the last the last one and this one, maybe finishing up the David storyline and then moving on to this one, just to allow us a little, just to make it that little bit more authentic, genuine. To be fair, that you know it's taken them this time this long to get to where they are now, because we get a lot of big moments in this episode and a lot of big moments of dialogue. You know, everything I've mm. done, it can't be for nothing, and that which is great. I wish we'd had one more bit of one more episode just to just to push that statement that bit further you know everything we've done i would have hey look mate we've said episodes four and five you know they pushed the story along but they weren't spectacular i would have taken another episode or just one episode of joel and ellie just them now from moving from david's to uh to salt lake city of just them just yeah, saying, I, I'm not going to try and say what they would say or talk about because yeah. that's not for me to say. I would have loved that just to really hit home their bond before we get to this. But the episode didn't suffer though because we didn't get that. I will say that. I think it was a really, mm-hmm. really cool, really solid, really good, in fact, um, final episode, mate. Especially if you're new to the franchise, I think this will be a very surprising a very shocking ending and a bit of a gut punch i think as well because it really does change or recontextualize your view on joel maybe and other things in this season it's 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 great the ending itself was great yeah the ending's always been great the that's what i mean when the first game ended and at the time Druckmann had no plans for a sequel i was like he doesn't need it It, it's perfect like Mm -hmm. as it ends it leaves you with questions it leaves you wanting more but it's perfect. It's a perfect way to end it. Like life goes on, and um, yeah, obviously mm. he came out with but the second game and did really well. It was fantastic. But um, yeah, as you said, me and you were on the same wavelength with this. Um, you were talking about needing an additional episode between this and David, and you said for it to be just about Ellie and Joel walking and talking, and I think yeah. that's exactly what it should have been. What this show has done, like consistently, is in moments of loss or moments of when something monumental happens, whether it be like the death of Tess or um, or Henry and Sam, they've always given you a moment to breathe yep. that comes after it. And we haven't had that. Like, like when we went to episode seven, we had all the stuff with Ellie and Riley in the flashback. We then cut straight to David. And that's a traumatic time for Ellie, especially. And she's, we didn't get that time in between. Like we start this episode yeah. off, and we see just how, how, how Joel has completely changed. You know, he's offering her food. He's trying to make her feel better. He's offering her like to play a game. We we do see that Ellie is clearly troubled by yeah something. But what he, what we don't find out, to your point, which is very good, is that we don't know if she's if she's distant because of what's happened to her. Um, of course, she of course mm-hmm. that will be part of the reason. Or. Is she distant because of what's to come now? What what's yeah. about to happen to her? You know the, the yeah. monumental thing she's about to do and potentially save the earth. I, I kind of wish they'd, yeah, not to but not to jump on your point, but to ha- just had a bit more time with mm-hmm. where we know that she is processing what happened to her at David's, but but Joel is also helping her with that. I think that could have been very mm. strong. Yeah, like the the first half of this episode, like twenty something minutes in. It's basically them walking and going through a building and, you know, opening up to each other. Like, Joel Joel talks to Ellie about Sarah and whatever, but it's it's like, I wanted a full episode of that. It doesn't have to be a full hour. It could have been another 45-minute episode. And then the second, like, the finale then would have been the latter half of this episode, but just expanded upon. And I still would have put the Ellie's mother stuff in front of that. You yep. know? Um, but it's like... Yeah, I think, and a lot of shows do this. You get the calm before the storm. And like, like I said, uh, with this show, with this season, when there has been something really big that happens, we do get a moment to breathe, and we never had that. We haven't had it for a few episodes. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think they should have given us a, a, an episode with Ellie and Joel. Maybe it's just, like, just what this episode is, half of this episode is, which then walking and talking and bonding, opening up, Maybe they go through a building and avoid some clickers. Don't have to make yeah. a big deal out of it. Just they yeah, sneak yeah. past. Like, there's things they could have done. Like, Ellie in this episode, she takes the mick out of, like, the game. 
like obviously yeah. not actually but she's like we do the same thing we go through the buildings we go up to the top we look over yeah. like find the best way forward and then you know there's moments like that i think that's what we should have done in this episode and then does this ends. episode suffer though because we didn't get that no and that's the strength okay. of the episode but it, yeah. the ep- episode itself doesn't suffer but the season itself suffers mm-hmm. for yeah. it um and that's the thing like like you said pretty much from six onwards we've kind of been non-stop i'd even say six six was the last time i think we had a moment to breathe because the two episodes before that was the was the sam henry and kathleen stuff yes. and we got to rest we got to we got to get to know joel more ellie more uh reconnect with tommy at at uh at jackson and yep you know uh, it was a character focused episode and we needed it after henry and sam um mm-hmm. from there onwards we've gone into the emotional stuff with ellie and riley and joel getting injured and the horrendous scenes that took place at david's uh, little town it was yeah it's been fast-paced and kind of relentless and this episode is fast-paced and i think we just needed a breather in between again it's not the fault of this episode yeah it's not even i know last week we said the david stuff should have been split into two episodes mm-hmm. um because like i said with the kathleen stuff was and that was less compelling um in comparison to the to the david arc but yeah i think it's a season problem and not a episode problem and i hope they take any because i think this is the criticism that was lobbied at it when the pre-air coverage came out right when we all did our reviews before the season even aired a lot of the complaints was it needs another episode yep and this and is, is where us saying this is so good we're so greedy we want another one it's yeah it's for, it's for the narrative jo- joel getting over his um his stab wound essentially very quickly we, we we picked up on that that it seemed quite abrupt just getting from where it where it felt i don't know to me those first five six episodes it you know it felt like time had passed because it it felt like we it was taking them a long time to get where they needed to be it just felt tougher to whereas the final ones did seem to kind of rock it along and it's not that they were bad because they were not they were fun they were very good and it doesn't hurt this episode but i think you know 10 episodes minimum at least i think they could have done another one but 10 episodes i think this would have been an extremely strong and i i look at look at the writing how well druckers and craig mason have written this the idea of them like they did with bill and frank kind of really really deviating from the game and just giving us a whole episode just on joel and ellie where they could even just make up new dialogue that wasn't in the game because this is an adaptation i think that would have and then like you say things along the way like maybe a clicker here and there just for the tension even if they don't fight them but they're there they're a they're an omnipresent threat um or or something i think that could have just added a little bit more weight because when we get to the finale you like you mentioned after 20 minutes which is halfway through the episode we're not you know the, the, the the what the finale of the actual episode hasn't happened yet we, we we know we've still got to get in that hospital. The fireflies are going to get them. They're in the hospital. Ellie's going to be prepped for surgery. Joel's going to go wolfy berserk on everyone. And I'm looking at the time, thinking, guys, we've got 15 minutes to go here. What you mm-hmm. know, the, the the bloodbath at the end was just that. It was it was quick in comparison to the game, which it always was going to be. We've mentioned before that the game is different. That you've got to go through levels and levels of bosses because the game calls for that because mm-hmm. it's a game. Whereas in, in TV, that would be unbelievable to see Pedro Pascal going through three, literally watching him go through three floors of people and killing over like hundreds of people. It, it wouldn't work with, with no ammo. I liked that they showed him getting different other people's guns. That was very cool. Um, so the way they did it was believable enough for me that the amount of people he took out and whatever, but. They it did kind of feel like they'd spent too much time in the first half of this episode, and then they needed to just blast through the, the, to the end. We also that, had ten minutes of Ellie's mother, if longer. At yeah, the start of and those scenes were great. I mean, Ashley Johnson yeah. was great in that. It was really odd, wasn't it? Because during it, she, she's she's running away from an infected into the bar of the farmhouse, and she's she's obviously she's grunting and in pain. And I'm like, 
It sounds like Ellie. Ellie. It's great. Yeah. It sounds exactly like Ellie. It's, it's exactly like Ellie. And, yeah. And and these are these the, the, this these bits got me because there's something about that birth. I mean, I've had a I haven't had a daughter, but uh, I've been present for the birth, and it wasn't quite as mental then. But like, but seeing people on screen like cut and I hope it wasn't cord. that mental, mate. With you, I know. I mean, I I did have to fight off a few infected, and goddamn, did I get them? But uh, like, but seeing seeing the way she just cuts the umbilical cord on screen, it. It, it, that kind of made me feel like ugh, a bit more or the way they portrayed the pregnancy in this um it just felt that the tension was there you know they because i can't imagine what it's like to give birth but the idea of being chased by something in this world and then you're you're fighting so hard mm-hmm. to, to save your own life to save your baby's life and to kill this infected that you don't even realize you've given birth i, th- I mean that's like that that to me is a skip one of the scariest parts of the episode um but yeah, I think I think it's a really strong open. I love the way it just cuts in. It's not what you expect it to be. It's actually a flashback, of course. I love the way it cuts in, and it's great to see Ashley Johnson back. We've seen Troy Baker in the mm-hmm. last episode, and he's also been pushing the show a lot. It was great to see Ashley now front and center, and it is really cool that it's not passing the baton in 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 any kind of like f- definitive way. But it is nice to know that you know, the, the the Ashley Ellie of the games is the mother to of Ellie in the TV series, if you want to mm. look like that. I think that was a very cool moment. Uh, but yeah, goddamn, didn't it sound like Ellie? Oh, yeah. Like, when she was talking and the, the grunting, I was like, just having flashbacks of the game yeah. um, throughout. And I, can, I think she does really well in the scenes. I think Ashley Johnson uh, does a fantastic job. And yes. like you said, like, the you know, she's, she's trying to fight off an infected and in doing so, like, forcing the infected off her, she's given birth... Um, like it's a crazy, it's a crazy scene. And she gets um, bitten before she gives birth, which is answers why Ellie is immune, and it only yeah. works in this adaptation. It doesn't work in the in the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Uh, so yeah, I think it's I think it's good. Um, yep. you know how how they handled it all. I like the little knife stuff as well. Um, showing that Ellie's that's from Ellie's mother. And Ellie's had her all her life. Yeah. Um, and Marlene you know, being there as well, it, it ties that up yeah. as well. Yeah, and then Marlene later on in the episode, like when Joel thinks he's going to lose Ellie, she gives him the knife, even though she's known Ellie all her life. Yeah. She still gives it to Joel to say, like, here's something to remember by. Like oh, me and you, the only like, two. I was, I was there when she was born. I'm the only one who understands the the tragedy of this moment. I promised her mother I'd keep her safe. So yeah. don't talk to so, me about loss here. Yeah, like, I think everything was done really well with the flashback. And I also love as well yeah. that Druckmann said, this was planned DLC for the first Last of Us, they just never did it. So yeah, I love that it yeah. has had a moment itself to shine, that it has come out and, you know, had a good quarter of the episode that's also dedicated to it. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, I think I think the scenes were shot really well, I think. It's really refreshing for people like us who who have played the games. We we hadn't seen this sort of stuff before, um, yeah. and I'm sure new viewers, newcomers to the franchise, probably like enjoyed those scenes as well. I think Ashley Johnson did a, a bang up job, um, and Marlene just 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 bangs one through her head. She puts one right between her <laughs> eyes, hesitates yeah. to start with, but then but then you hear I think her name's Anna. I think Ellie's mum is, and Anna mm-hmm. just starts shouting like screaming. She's like Marlene. She's the way she screams her name, like really tortured and pleading. Please, that's when she's like, "I got to do it." She just walks in, no hesitation. Bang! You cover, I cover the yeah. baby's ears. Bang! I was like, it shows that Marlene is after that initial moment of hesitation. It shows that she's willing to do what needs to be done, um, yeah. even if she doesn't necessarily think it's the best thing to do. You know, taking this no. baby back in with her, but it, it gives Marlene a little bit more as well. We've seen her in the first episode or two, and now it gives her a bit more here before we see her later on. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, you know, um, I think Marlene is actually very good in this episode. I don't think we have had, we even had enough time with her. Um, but again, I think her playing off of, off of Pedro, off of Joel, uh, mm. in the scenes that she's in, uh, there's some of the, the highlights of, of this episode, uh, specifically the, the stuff in, in the, in the car park, in the parking lot. So um, I love that. The intercutting way they shot it again. So, so good. Yeah, um, but everything in the hospital to me felt really, really fast. Um, 
Did you like it though? Because it, it was fast. But what, but did you like what they gave us, or I do, is it yeah, something like, which you would have actually you think needed more? I like how it's done, but like I said, I do think this needs an episode of what we had for the first twenty minutes, which is Joel and Ellie walking and talking. I think that needed to be its own episode. This needs to be its own episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but it works together. It's just it does like again as we said earlier, it works for the episode. It doesn't work for the season. Um, which I know feels like a weird thing to say, but at least to me, it makes a lot of sense. Um, that makes sense to me because we've spoken about this and, and it does. I think when, now that people have seen all nine episodes, it, it does, I, I guess it kind of does speak to more, more to the people who have played the game because they know the, how that narrative is spread out over a longer period. And I'm not saying the TV show had to be 24 hours long. No, not at all. But yeah, I'm interested to see now what people think. Even as you haven't played it, do they think it just wrapped up too quickly? But I know, but no, I, I, it is a season issue, more so a latter season issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And um, I, the hospital stuff is fast paced, it's emotional, but it works. It works really well. Um, like you said, you don't expect Joel to take on flaws of these fellas, and yeah, it you wouldn't know, be believable. Like hordes of them, it wasn't. It wouldn't be believable. Um, so for that, it does work. Um, I think Pedro, like in these scenes, of is really intimidating. Uh, the turn, the selfishness um, mm. of his decision, it comes across really well. Like again, it's powerful in the game. It's just as powerful here. Um, I know there's some things with this season. We've said they've actually done better. Like the, the death of Sarah um, played on us far greater than it did in the game. Uh, I would say this is probably on par with the game. I wouldn't say this is better. I wouldn't say it's worse. I would say they're equal to one another and how they're adapted in terms of the emotional resonance like i said i when you're playing the game you spend a lot more time in this hospital you're fighting off a lot more of these guys it's really fun to do and it's uh thrilling and it's heart racing and but, but this isn't the game this has to be adapted in a certain way but yeah. it works very well um for what it is so mm-hmm. i'm happy with the scenes in the hospital i'm happy with the build-up um as well uh, like I said, the the scene with the giraffe is a highlight. Like that in yeah. the game, that's a highlight, and it's heartwarming in the game. It is heartwarming here, like seeing seeing uh, Joel and, and Ellie feed the giraffe, and Ellie being so excited and like chasing it around the building. Um, you know, I I think it's a really well done scene. Um, I think, like I said I, earlier, I think Pedro is fantastic in this episode, like. In the scenes as we're running up to the hospital, this conversation is done with Ellie, where he tells Ellie basically that time doesn't heal his wounds, but you do. Oh. You you healed him like, for the same. Like he said, he wanted to kill himself and he failed. And that's it. Like the, he had a greater purpose. Like his purpose was to was to survive and live to meet Ellie. Like and whether Joel. Like you know, carried out that purpose, which was maybe to save humanity, um, is a question. But he saved himself. He's he's saved himself. He's he's found a missing piece of himself, um, and it's in those moments he says, like, we can just go home. We can go back to Jackson. We can go with Tommy. We can we can go home and live a life. And it's Ellie who says, no, we've got to see this through. Um, that's an interesting part as well. Yeah, and it's just it's just that like that's where I think I like you know if I was cutting this into two episodes, I think that's where I would have cut it, where Ellie says we've got to see this through, yeah, and then the next episode carries on and whatever. Um, yeah, elongate that a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, man. That when she says um, in that moment, she's basically saying we've got to do, uh, you know we've got to do whatever it takes now. And then of course later on in the garage in the parking lot. Marlene says, Joel says to Marlene, basically, you don't get to decide. You mm. don't get to play God with this girl's life. And she says, neither do you. What would Ellie choose? Mm-hmm. You know damn well what she'd have chose. Because yeah. we can look at it and be like, Joel's a bad man. And let's face it, he is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> He's just stopped he humanity's is. only hope. But at the same, but he does, there is a point there to be made. Whether or not, just because Ellie said, like, after all we've been through, we've got to do, we've got to get there. She wasn't actually given the choice in that moment, unless Marley is lying, no. which she isn't. She wasn't actually told. 
this is going to no. kill you. So she wasn't given the... So are the fire... Because we all look at Joel and be like, you bad man. The Fireflies weren't really much better in this. However, of course, their intention was no. noble to save the world. But she Ellie never had a cho- choice from either of them, from the Fireflies or Joel. That was taken away but, from her. But in this moment, is, she's if, saying, we'll do whatever it... Yeah. I'll do what it needs to, yeah. Yeah, if, but the assumption is, we know if Ellie is asked, it's her life or humanity. Yeah, she chooses She's going to say, yeah, like... Yeah. Um, but, the, I think, but I think that's the beauty of this ending is... Whilst I am very much the on the side, as well. the beauty of know? the whole game, yeah. Whilst I am on the side of Joel, you absolute madman, what have you done? There is that kind of little like one percent in me that thinks the choice was never made, though. She, she never made that choice. Who's to say mm. in that moment she she wouldn't have pulled a Joel and be like, I don't know if I can go through. I don't know if I can go through with this, or I feel like I've been lied to by the Fireflies in bringing me here. Blah blah blah. I don't think that would have been the case. She definitely picks humanity, but. Whilst we know that she never made the choice herself, that ambiguity will always be there, even if it's point naught point naught 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 one percent ambiguity. It's and still again, there. We also have the con- you and I have the context. Some of the listeners have the context of stuff from the Last of Us Part Two, like well, in conversations that's had in that well, game. That, that's something else as well, which we'll talk about. Not that, but I'll throw this out there. But we are, as we've mentioned, we are going to do more of these episodes when it comes to the games and in the lead up to season two. However we've mentioned ad nauseum season two is massive it's a huge game mm-hmm. but we've yeah. said this f season needed one or two more episodes to flesh mm-hmm. out what is a much smaller game i yeah. I, I, I look i look for the length of yeah. part two and there's and it's probably it's half the length will be half the subplots as well I, I i do kind of wonder what they're going to do for season two if they're going to maybe say this one's actually going to be 10 or 10 or 12 episodes and we're still not going to finish the game, but um, but yeah, no, that that the giraffe stuff, mate, is is excellent. Obviously, the music from the game kicks in, mm-hmm. and in these moments, Ellie is as happy as she was when she was with Riley in those good moments, and Joel is looking at her like a proud father. He's looking at this this, this kid, this teenager, laughing. You know, it's so happy to feed this That's animal. True. He knows how much he loves animals, and he's just there. Yeah, just, just smiling on. I know what that's like, man. When you just look and think, that's what it's literally. The, the phrase is, "That's what it's all about, man." And it, I, I love that. Like, and and Pedro. I mean, we know he's the internet's daddy. He's the internet's daddy, but um, he 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 really he loves being the internet's daddy. By oh, the way. he loves he, it. He's he, he, he the amount of times he said, "Yeah, I'm I'm the internet's." Daddy. He's never going to play that down. He's, he doesn't want to, but he also. I, I I bet in the back of his mind when he was filming that, he was, I bet he was like. Yeah, the Twitter's going to love this, but um, he but he plays those roles so well. I mean, he really does. I mean, more so here than Mando. We've said before this is this is the platform for his career, not Mando, in terms of acting. And it's just in just even in little moments like this, the way he generally feels like a real father looking at uh, his daughter or his adopted daughter or stepdaughter, whatever you'd call it, uh, related to in real life. But it's just love, you know. It's a man looking at looking at somebody who loves and. You know, he's just watching. He's almost soaking up her happiness and taking a bit for himself. And I think it's, I think it's such a lovely scene. And people wanted to see this scene in, from the game because it is one of those. It's one of the most mm. uh, memorable moments of the game. I, you know, most iconic if you're going to use the I word. And I think they did it justice in in the show. I think people are going to really, really be pleased with how they've done it and the fact that it is it is in the game. They, they couldn't not sorry in the show. They couldn't not put this in the show. No, they couldn't. I think it's done really well. Like I said, it's one of the standout moments from the game. You know, uh, it's full of awe and wonder. And what works really well in this episode is Ellie, up until this point, had been kind of like in in herself. She's been, she hasn't really been talkative. She hasn't been making jokes and quips. Um, And again, like I said, we don't know if it's because of the trauma she suffered with, with David in the previous episode or if it's just the weight of everything building up upon it now because they're getting close to reaching their goal. Um, it's probably the latter. It could be a mixture of both. But it's in these scenes that she hasn't opened up. She's not herself. And as I've said throughout this entire season, the moments I love most with Ellie is when we see the child that she is shine and come out. And whether that's her playing Mortal Kombat or yeah. her, like, you know, getting excited about cars and planes and the little things and just seeing Ellie see you know see a giraffe and chase it around a building and get so excited is heartwarming and it's 
you know, you you get again, it's the reminder, like, yeah, she's a child. Um, she hasn't seen the world. <laughs> this is the first time she's ever seen a giraffe. Um and yeah, uh it's it's good. It was also like a contrast with for, for Joel. Uh when you think back to the first few episodes, he was like, I don't wanna know your history, I'm not gonna tell you mine. I don't Yes. Nothing. And in this this episode, he's doing his best to try and get Ellie to talk and to smile, offering to play games with her, offering to teach her guitar, which that was a great line because we know what's to come. Um, yeah. And then even, you know, he asks her, like, to get the book out, to do some of the puns. And Jesus. he opens up to her and talks to her about trying to take his own life and talks to her about Sarah and how he feels about Ellie. Like, the journey that Joel has gone on from episode one to episode nine is a beautiful journey. And I think they've actually done that well throughout the series. You and yeah. I were talking about it, you know, uh, in episode six, like just how much he looked out for Ali, the panic attacks he was, he was suffering him wanting to pass the duty on to Tommy because he's so scared of losing Ellie, losing a second daughter, almost um, worried. He's not, he's not capable of seeing the mission through and making sure she's safe more importantly and you know as soon as they go on their track he gets stabbed and he's he's already like telling her he wants to be a singer like he's he's opening up and it's like where we are now is he's in full dad mode with ellie you know ellie is is his is his world now and obviously the, the we see that like by the end of the episode when he's murking like tens of of fellas and ladies in this hospital to save one person's life putting all of humanity's lives in disarray because he's selfish and he just wants his daughter he's not Um, he's not going to save the world and he's also going to take a lot of people down with him to not save the world yeah so it's like again it's the beauty of the game it's the beauty of the show it's the beauty of of the writing of, of Neil Druckmann and Craig Mason. Moral quandary, man, is what is right in this instance? Who's right? Is anyone right? Fundamentally, he's wrong. He's yeah. wrong for this. Yeah, you know he, he did is. it for love, but that. But the rest of the world now is, is as far as we will know, is screwed. You know, they are. That's it now. Um, but it's funny because you can look at it on one hand and be like, wow, the strength of love shines through. But then you look at it from a more objective point of view and think, you absolute idiot. Obviously, this is a family-friendly show, so I can't say anything else. But you are, you would be like, you absolute flid. You freak. What have you done? <laughs> but I, lo- I, I the shots in the hospital, like, well, like I say, when he's murking people left, right, and centre, what I love about this is we mentioned that he, he's got the smile of a proud father and he's looking at her with loving eyes. The moment he, he knocks that first, he drops that first guard in the stairwell... Mm his face does something it kind of it has this almost like deranged smirk to it almost when he knows what he's got to do he has to go into full kind of terminating mode it's the the, the, when i rewatched it the second and third time it's kind of like this perverse smile on his face as he gets the gun and as as he's going around he looks like a man possessed but also like a man who has lost it who, who who knows what he needs to do but in order to do it he's had to tap into this absolute primal rage which mm-hmm. we know he has, because when Mar- when he says when Marlene says, "Look, there's no other way out of this. There's no other choice for you in this for here," or you know, she has no other choice, and Joel's like, "I do," and she's like, "Just get rid of this guy. Take him to the highway. Get mm-hmm. rid of him." Something about the way Pedro's demeanor, he's able to change his facial acting, his mannerisms, and his general demeanor. There is a darkness that takes over him, that and it's f- mm-hmm. and it's visible. And that, I mean, I, I, if I could stand in front of a mirror for the next hour and try that and I can't do it, you know, I wouldn't be able to do it. It's really well done. And I, you know, I like the way they presented that. The major moment of him is kind of in uh, slow motion. You get the fade transitions and I I appreciate that they, they got him picking up other people's guns. So it wasn't a James Bond scenario of how have you, how you doing it to any six bullets. Um, but I guess we'd be remiss as well. Uh, whilst we're talking about that moment and not talk about the key moment of that when he actually gets to the surgery room he's done mm-hmm. that long like in the game you've got to go down a long corridor to get there but he gets in the room and he's there she's ready for surgery they're about to do it we know from what joel said cordyceps grow on the brain they are going to have to 
cut her skull open and the, the, the surgery will kill her in order to take out these chemical messengers which they're going to weaponize into a cure uh, I liked that description as well but I thought that's very good but the doctor you know he says like he, he says you know um uh, what is what does he say he well, basically says you know get 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 off her and essentially he says um unhook her unhook her he says because she's got the IVs mm. and the doctor there he just turns around and he says I won't let you take her and Joel shoots this unnamed doctor straight through the mm-hmm. face with no hesitation but I love but then at the, at the end he t- tells the nurses to turn around he doesn't shoot them he spares them but we get this the camera lingers on a shot of the doctor he's just dead and they can see he's got a very visible very obvious bullet shot right in the middle of his head when Joel took him out in cold blood without giving him a chance camera lingers on him for a long mm. time it's unnamed doctor I think that's very interesting. I love the setup that they've put in place there. Um, and it's even more apparent the second or third time I've watched this. I'm like, yep. There's, we, you said many times in this run, things aren't done here for, for, you know, accidentally. Everything here is methodical, it's planned, it's deliberate. I really liked how they, they framed that and they, they just let us know. Don't forget this part. I thought that was very good. Um, it was yeah. really, I, th- and I, I thought it was a really good end to a really kind of, quick but uh, atmospheric bloodbath I like the way that they shot it and then when we get to Marlene in the parking lot and it's interspliced with the present day moments when he's explaining to Ellie what's going on it, that uh, they ripped it from the game of course yeah but it worked it worked so so well the way he's like you know there's there's many more like you out there dozens in fact you know tapping into his inner Donald Trump there dozens you know dozens of people out there fabulous like you they they, they tested on them but they couldn't find a cure and uh, you know sadly raiders came just about got you out there alive do you know what I mean you should be thanking me for this mm. Marlene though I'm I'm, I'm sorry no, that was a nice moment but and then and then I cannot wait mate to see what people think about that scene because Joel is bare face lying to her yeah. he's making up this this story of you know, there's other people like you you know you're not that he's not necessarily saying you're not special per se but you can certainly can look at it and say look you know you're not as special as we all thought there's others like you um there and then going on about that you know there there is no cure there were raiders that shot marlene as we see him shoot marlene through the gut and then again cold cold bloodily through the head that was a shocking yeah. scene where they frame that from looking with the camera looking up at him. That was a shocking thing to way to do it. I cannot wait, mate, to see what people think. Because again, and also, it's the internet's daddy, Pedro Pascal, doing this. I cannot wait to see what people say about that ending because it is so shocking. I think people who call him daddy would love it because <laughs> he's actually yeah, they like, oh, step like, of my neck. This is this is the most daddy thing he's ever done. Like he's yeah, gone and probably wrong. murdered an entire. <laughs> building of people to save his child essentially and he looks you good know? doing it doesn't he like yeah he does yeah he's a handsome man and it's like you know when he kills marlene you know she's kind of pleading for her life and he's like no you'll just keep coming so bang. you know goodbye um bang yeah no it's, it's fantastic um i can't wait to see people who are unfamiliar with uh with the game and its story how how they react to this um I assume they'll react to how we did when we first played the game. Um, I remember being in sh- I remember being in shock yeah. and sitting in my old front room, just staring at myself in the TV. Like, wow! Yeah, yeah literally, like, wow! Yeah, it's incredible. And again, it goes back to the line um, from from Bill in the letter that he, that he left for Joel. He was like, "We're protectors, and God help anybody who stands in our way." And yeah, oh damn, yeah. Yeah, like you and I alluded to it on that episode, uh, saying we we've seen glimpses of Joel doing that, protecting the ones he loves, protecting Ellie. But there's more to come, and this is what we were hinting at: is like this. He is not going to let anybody take the life of his, you know, adoptive daughter away from him. This is, yeah, this is immense. Like, this like is said, rage the, mode. We've said like we've praised Bella Ramsey a lot throughout this yep. season, um, rightly so. Um, 
we've said Pedro, like he's had moments throughout. Like again, a lot of Pedro early on in this season, especially mm. not obviously the first episode where he loses Sarah because that was fantastic acting. Um, but he's had to be more reserved. A lot of Joel, uh, a lot of Pedro's performance is in, in his eyes, in his emotes, and uh, here he's getting a lot more to do. Um, like you said, when he's going around the building, um, his demeanor changes. He's bloodthirsty. He's obsessed. He's possessed. He's going to Man. save Ellie at all costs. He doesn't care what <laughs> what or who gets in his way. Um, yep. Bang. You know, and it's the power of Pedro's acting. Like, you know, he's behind the helmet vast majority of the time in The Mandalorian we don't get to even though that show is raised as celebrity it doesn't mm-hmm. show his off voice his acting talent. is very good in that yeah but it hasn't shown off his actual his talents as, a, as an actor yeah. um, this show has and you know he was great in Game of Thrones he's he's even better than this he's fantastic in this and I'm sure like people are going to recognize just how talented this fella is and get him even more high-profile gigs because, he, frankly, he deserves it. Bella Ramsey deserves it. Um, and, yeah, like, this, there's so many scenes to come um, from The Last of Us Part 2 that I can't wait to see Pedro take on. God, You know? Um, well, this, for those who haven't played the second game, we're not going to spoil it here, don't worry. But the, the question people are asking after game one is, or, or they're kind of, like, fantasizing about is, does, well, yeah, does Ellie ever find out? How would she mm-hmm. feel if she does find out? Can can Joel keep this up forever? You know, will he die before he gets to tell her? All these kind of um, what evils come into it, and of course, now we've got a season two. There, there will be an answer, and that is the most exciting thing. And you guys won't have to wait as long as like fans of the game did. We had to wait. We were there, day one. Yeah, the game came out in twenty thirteen. The sequel didn't come out till twenty twenty. You know, we had to wait seven years for like answers and to see where the story goes. And uh, realistically, we're probably only going to have to wait two to see season two of this show. Um, uh, yes. Again, it's fantastic. Everything in this episode. I haven't got a problem with this episode. Like I said, I've got a problem with, with the season. I don't have a problem with the episode. Um, there's nothing in this episode that annoys me. There's nothing in this that, like, sticks out. Like, you know, even, like, small moments in previous episodes we've talked about, like, in Episode 7. Um, and even in Episode 8, where we were like, well, nobody shoot the gunshots. Where's all the rest of David's cult? <laughs> like, you know, there's nothing like that in this. Um, I think it's all well done from start to finish. From, the, from Ellie's mother running through the woods into the farmhouse to Joel and Ellie looking down on Jackson... And Ellie saying okay, and that that moment as well, that was that was perfect. That was that moment was perfect when when she asks a question, and he says he's not lying, and she just like, just believes it, and it's it's perfect. It's dead on from the game. The music is dead on, and the moment building up to it, just seeing Joel, um, <laughs> you know, talking to Ellie, and it's like you and Sarah would be like good friends. I think you'd get on, and then like. She was like, yo, she wasn't like you. She was girly. He's like, I don't, not to say you're not girly. She's like, I'm not. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, yeah, you're not. And then he's like, she had a killer smile. Not to say you don't. You know, just, he's. Just awkward, putting, daddy. Yeah, like, he's in full dad mode. He's, you know, he's saying the wrong thing and, like, panicking straight after. And um, all of that was perfect. All of that moment was perfect. He's full daddy doll now, like, in this moment. And I love it. Yeah, and I boy. love I love that last question. I loved it when it was in the game. I loved it in this moment. It's done perfectly. Um, yeah, like this. This is without question the best live action adaptation of a video game. I have no oh, doubt in my mind. Even though we've had problems with some parts of the season where we thought like episodes um, is a four and five, we didn't think there was as strong as the rest of the season. We had odd moments stick out here and there, but as a whole this season of television is fantastic and this is this has to be the best live action adaptation of a video game it's fantastic mate 
I mean, I'm trying to think of other ones in my head. Of course, uh, Super Mario Brothers in the mid '90s was top tier. Um, oh, yeah, you know, Mortal Kombat, that. Annihilation. I mean, this is what we're talking about here. No, yeah, I mean, jokes aside, and a lot of people have been getting very angry recently. Very angry, saying, "Ooh, lots of people saying there hasn't been any good video game adaptations." Because even the good ones, you mentioned Castlevania previously. Okay, that aside, even the good ones have been a bit pants most of the time i mean sonic the hedgehog is is fun but i'm not going to say it's great the tomb raider of alicia vikander i thought it was good but it ain't great is it uh this to me is i mean we're, we're talking about the final episode being a really strong really good way to end this season whilst also saying car man we, we still needed more but mm-hmm. acknowledging this is still by far and away the best because what we did get was excellent i mean there's so much i mean there's so much in this episode that I liked. Little moments that the when when we cut away, we said Joel was a man possessed. When Marlene says to him, Ellie would have chosen the right thing to do. He looks like a pained man. You know, the possession as mm. such is gone. He's looking down at her, like oh, you're, you're probably right. And he's looking back at Marlene, and it cuts to him in the car with tears in his eyes. And for a minute, we're left as the audience thinking, has he, you know, done the right thing? Has he given her up? Uh, like he did with Grogu in Mando season one, is he going to go back and get her? Turns out, no, he didn't even he didn't even go that do that. He just she's in the back of the car. The kind of switcheroos we get, that nice little directorial story flourishes like that, where it's for a minute we kind of think, oh man, has he given her up for the right reasons? Then we get the crashing, crashing and crushing realization that he hasn't, and we can all try and justify it. Like I've even tried to on this episode. Oh, you know, he did it for love. There is none. You know, there is no justification in this. What he did was spectacular to get her back. But when you think about what has now lost, when he, and man Marlene even says to him, you know, one day you're going to die. What ones if she leaves? If she's going to be murdered by raiders. You know, the infected are going to tear her apart because she lives in a world that you could have saved, Joel. They're just hammering at home at this point that what you're doing is wrong but he still does it anyway I can't wait to see how they tie it up in the, in the series how they play this out how long they do it if they stretch it out you know what's going to happen because we know what happens in part 2 but we also know this season could have done with one or two more episodes I'm so excited to see how far they push it in season 2 but this this one this season was, was excellent mate Chef Boy ID's Beefaroni make this mm-hmm. mention and I've never wanted to try something called beefaroni more in my <laughs> life than hearing no. it on here beefaroni mate that's what it's all about but yeah I mean it, the, the ending the, the very ending of this sets us up nicely swear to me swear to me that everything you said about the fireflies is true we get a beat I swear and then we get some and it's just it's just that close shot of Bella's face it's mm-hmm. Ellie's face as she's examining him she's inspecting him She's looking down and eventually nods, says okay, and then bang, cut to credits. That is, that yeah. If if they didn't get a season two, what a way to end there, because mm-hmm. it leaves you questioning everything you've just seen about Joel, about Ellie, about this, about the world, about what's to come. But we are getting a season two. But you know, I think this was on on its own merits. I think this was a really really great final episode. I think it's a great final episode because of what we got could it have been 10 minutes longer yeah could it uh, yes it could be in terms of this episode rather than a season I think I still think they could have added 5 or 10 minutes to this episode to bring it up to the length mm-hmm. of the other ones without feeling like it was just stretching it out unnecessarily um, I think they could have done in, but I think for the episode this is an excellent way to end the season but as we've said you know, many times now on this episode and the last as a season it's still some of the best TV I've ever seen but I think it could have done with one more we're not going to pretend here that we haven't noticed no. it I think it could have done with one more episode minimum another 50 minutes to either make things a little bit more believable like life-threatening injuries to our main character or more time with these two characters before we get to this gut punch of an ending we didn't get that it yeah. doesn't. It hasn't ruined my enjoyment of the season it's just kind of a it's our own what if but now mate we're going to move into season two and that's that that's a completely different kettle of fish so i i can't wait for that 
to see how they structure that and present that. But yeah, this particular season was was superb. If I was going to ask you now, mate, we know what but the best episode I think for both of us is part three. But if mm-hmm. I put you on the spot, what was your? And I'm sure we'll do like a roundup episode, maybe of season one or something in time. But right now, at the end of the season, what was the, what's the kind of best moment for you? Like, if it's just one sequence or moment, we were like that was that was incredible. Um. Are we discounting the Bill and Frank episodes? No, 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 no. Anything, yeah. Could be from any episode. For me, I think... Uh, if you say what I'm going to say, I'm going to throttle you. I don't know. I've I got so many just, I got so many floating around. Like, you know, I love the, there's so much to take away from the Bill and Frank episode specifically. Um, that episode as a whole is perfect from start to finish. That story between the two. Um, but... I'm gonna avoid it because okay. I'm gonna go back to a moment where I think that the series beat the video game, and that is in the first episode w- with the death of Sarah. We spent so much time with Sarah in that episode. We spent at least what forty minutes with Sarah at yeah. that point, getting to know her, getting to know her day to day life, how how caring she is as a person. How she looks after after Joel, their relationship, how she spends time with the neighbors. We got to really fall in love with Sarah, which is something we didn't really get to have in the video game. And this is an example of how the video game is is fantastic. It's my favorite video game of all time. Mm-hmm. But how it's built upon here and how it could be done even better. Like, and again, it's not just somebody else who's doing it, it's Druckerman who's come back to do this. So the moment I love is love is a really weird word to use for this, but it's the gut punch of losing Sarah. It's Joel holding Sarah in his arms, trying to cover her wounds, stop the bleed, and trying to pick her up and she's in pain. And he screams at Tommy, Tommy, help me. Like it was the way to start the series. It was it was so impactful, emotional. It gave us such a sense of loss for Joel and us as, as a viewer. I thought it was a beautiful, beautifully shot moment. You know, the, the tears in, in, in Pedro's eyes, the, the tears in, in Gabriel Luna's eyes as well in that moment. Um, like I said, there's so much to pick from the Bill and Frank episode. There's moments later on, but I got to go back to the one that started it all. The moment I knew that we were in for something special in a live action adaptation of this game, that was when I knew we were in for something Mm-hmm. spectacular so i have to go back to that moment what's yours mate um it's funny because I, I threw the question to you without actually thinking of an answer myself um <laughs> you can tell this is spontaneous i think yeah i mean episode one as a whole could be or, or the moment where you see the the older lady in the back kind of shuddering and mm. convulsing when you thought oh dear um there could be that uh, the, uh, in episode three, I mentioned it in the actual episode, but the strawberry scene I think was yeah. stunning. Like the way it's shot, the way it's acted, the way it's framed and presented was un- unbelievable. For such a, for such a simple moment, it was so well done. I think that probably will be my standout in this episode. Like I say the way the darkness falls over Joel and his face kind of contorts into this wicked smile before he goes on his killing spree. But <sighs> oddly enough, the two moments that I think were the most powerful were first it was the prologue in episode one mm. um back in the 60s and actually and then oddly enough the the prologue was at the the beginning of episode two when we're in mm-hmm. jakarta and you know we, we we've got the the doctor and the guy's like how do we stop this then and she's like bomb bomb everything including her and her family she's like please drive me home i want to be with my family it really hits home yeah. The what the, it, what the scale of this? This isn't just something you can contain by having people stay in their houses, wear masks, and only go for a walk one day a week, as we did in the in the in COVID. This is world ending, and that's not to play down the actual pandemic that happened in actual real life, but the way they make this feel so real, and the way it's shot in almost like a documentary way, it feels it's terrifying, and it also plays on the fears of the actual pandemic and actual real life because we kind of lived through something similar in a way um so for me though those two in the actual build-up stuff that happened pre-outbreak are were probably the strongest moments for me 
but then you know the introduction of the clicker in episode two when we first see see that and the the the, the chaos that they reign this every episode i think almost has a standout moment almost um but i'm probably going to go for those two moments pre-outbreak because i think they're so powerful uh but it, it could be one of many mate it honestly could be yeah i like i think it's interesting that you've chosen two moments that were in the games yeah it, you know it, like it, even it's even the option of, of like the frank yeah even the option you were going to go with frank and the strawberries which is where i was going to go to begin with when you said i hope you don't say the one i'm gonna say how's that's why i went to the the early episode but uh <laughs> yeah. every moment you were gonna pick or did pick was new stuff it was new stuff that I mean, Druckmann maybe that's, and maybe that's wrote. why because it felt so fresh because i mean look the, the the strongest part of it is is that ending when joel lies too early right straight up that is mm-hmm. the moment like that is the standout moment from the season and narratively because it's so heartbreaking and and, and just wrong on every level even even when you try to justify it because you try your hardest mm. to think or oh, maybe you did the right thing you try to convince yourself but it isn't but maybe it's just because like, the, the things i picked because they're, they're fresh and they and they actually add so much to Druckmann's story in the game it doesn't take it away or doesn't belittle it for me you can insert those two moments kind of you, you, uh, you well you can you can insert those into the game and, and they still work if we take away spores and we focus on the cordyceps still, um, I think they still work within the parameters of the game very well. It's just a, ex- explaining <coughs> excuse me, what happened pre-outbreak or giving mm. an explanation, the human side of it. I think it still works within the game. It doesn't cha- It doesn't um, uh, challenge what we hear in the game necessarily. I think it actually builds on it, which is possibly why they might, they're my top moments. But uh, it might just be because it's, it's fresh new material. Yeah, yeah, that could be the case. Uh, but again, I think the additions that they made were, were fantastic. You know, that first scene was harrowing, you know, um, in the 60s. Um, <laughs> it's frightening. It's very, like... And again, we've seen in, like, the news recently that uh, isn't, like, fungi spreading of something? Um, oh, I've seen God, I yeah. Jen. Yeah, I've seen iGen a few places talking about it. And it's like, oh, well, cause, you know, because the temperature of our planet is rising which was uh, warned in the first episode. So, yeah, that's... Again, it's kind of funny, but it's also a little bit worrying. <laughs> so, um, yeah. We might, we might uh, not make season two at this rate. We might not make season two. I hope we do. Um, but, yeah, uh, this, there's so much of this. And like I said, all the additions that they made, which wasn't in the game, was refreshing to us as, as veterans of the franchise. But it's so well done like i said even like going into today's episode with you know with with ashley's scenes um they were fantastic they were all fresh to us that they were thrilling and tense and beautiful all at the same time and heartbreaking um and again it's the power of the writing between craig mason and neil Druckmann. i think they are a fantastic partnership i think they complement each other so well and I'm, as we we banged about we've banged on about the part two all of this like run of episodes i just cannot wait to see how they adapt that game it has to be it has to be multiple seasons the more i think about it, i'm like i used to think it has to be two seasons and the more i think about it, it's like no it probably actually has to be three seasons yeah given how they handled this one um oh, you assume they've spoken off air haven't we about mm. which we will keep off air just for spoiler reasons but about what is in that game that they have to adapt and it's not just that our our main protagonists from this episode they've got to they've got to continue that story there's new characters there's new factions there's new areas there's new moments there's, there's new everything and it's not just one it's not just two it's not just three there's like four or five things which realistically have to be in there in some capacity which you can't do in two, two nine episode seasons i don't think no you can't like and even like in this season they've decided to focus on like they give us an episode dedicated to bill and frank you know like there's probably things in season two which they want to give more moments to and follow a side character you know add new material to it as well so that's gonna have to be a multi-season adaptation at this point i can't see it being you know just a one season thing it'll it'll never work it can't work as one season um but i'm so excited for the future of this series i'm so excited to see what Druckmann and Mason do 
with the upcoming seasons. HBO have a massive hit on their hands. Viewership is growing week on week, averaging around 22 million viewers an episode. Like, fantastic, hell of a win for what a joke. Yeah, like, every, like everybody I know is watching the series. Like, who've, like people who've never played the game, and everybody's loving it. Everybody I spoke to is is, lo- is loving it. You know, um, yeah, I'm so happy this adaptation exists, and I'm so excited to see what's to come. I'm so excited for us to get more content in the future on the video game side with yeah, factions yeah, and hopefully a part three. Um, so yeah, very excited, mate. Very happy with the season as a whole. Yep, that that's it. That's all we can say about it. And and my final point is, I have spoken to people, including my family, my brother, and that who haven't played the game, but I have were when I spoke to them, were blown away by what they'd seen. And that was the question we'd had: is what are the people who don't know what's coming and haven't got any pre-existing baggage or thoughts about what the show should be, how are they seeing it? And every person, to a man and a woman, is digging it. And, that, and look, the internet might try and tell you differently with one one star reviews and for certain episodes and that. But the in- don't listen to the internet. Speak to your tried and trusted. If your mates don't like it, that's fine. I, you know, I, I prefer to hear from someone who I you know, know is sane of mind before I listen to mm-hmm. their reasons. So yeah, everyone I've spoken to has been absolutely digging it, and I'm so glad that it had those viewing figures. I'm also glad that HBO have only committed to a second season so far, and I haven't and I haven't said gone mental and be like oh wow we're, we're doing five seasons you know i'm glad that they're taking it bit by bit and they're giving themselves time to uh time to tell the story they need to but without potentially giving false promises or or anything else like that they're saying look we have another season it's almost like winking because we're having we've just had a five ten minute discussion about oh my mm-hmm. god they need to have at least two or three or four seasons you know, Druckers probably knows that. You know, we've always said, yeah, he don't give a druck, man. He knows that they can't do season two. He said, and Craig Mason said, they can't do season two in one season. They know that. They know that the majority of the hardcore fans or just the fans of the game know that. But they've still said, you know, we don't have another season. You know, sit on that for the next two years. You're just getting nine more episodes when we need about another 20, uh, or at least. So that's exciting. But like Big Boy Bestman said, we're going to be, when, when Factions comes out, we'll. We'll be back to talk about that, and I'm sure before then as well, with news surrounding the game or anything from season two. And obviously, in the lead up to season two, there'll be more of these episodes. So it's not going to be a case of, well, you've had nine episodes, that's your fill. There'll be more. Obviously, we can't say there's going to be one next week and then one in a month's time. We don't know when yet, but we'll we'll, we'll give uh, we'll give as much advance warning on our social medias. To let you know it's, that it's coming out, so you know to look out for it because we've enjoyed doing this an awful lot. It's been great, hasn't it, mate? To go back and watch and talk about them. Yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. You know, um, we have done podcasts before. We've guested on each other's things. We talk yep. all the time as mates. So to be able to sit down and talk about um, a franchise that we love, uh, a video game we love, and now an actual TV series that we both love. Uh, to do that week on week was being fantastic. So, yeah, being able to continue uh, click a cast and you know do episodes whenever there's new game news for whether it be factions or part three or news pertaining to season two, who they cast as Abby and whoever else. Um, you know, uh, when trailers come out eventually, maybe set photos. Just talk about yep. little things on the run up to it because, uh, like we said, we both love this franchise so we definitely want to keep talking about it and i hope everybody tunes in i hope we pick up new listeners on the way people are getting excited for season uh, for season two i hope as well after watching as we said that we know uh sales of the remake of the last of us part one has skyrocketed yes. since the season began i hope people go and buy part two uh after <laughs> after the season ends because you should still experience that game the game is genuinely incredible um, you know, and prepare yourself for season two because again, you've got a two year wait. You may as well uh invest and, and pick up part two and play that until as you wait. Um, and hopefully, you can experience. get as excited and as hyped as we are, and then continue listening to us on the run up on the build up to the release of season two. Yes, exactly what Bespin said right there. Uh, and if anybody wants to send me some Joel and Ellie figures, please do. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there right now. Uh, I've been looking and they're all so expensive. All sold out. Um, but that is it then for episode 9 of Clickercast and season 1 of The Last of Us. 
Uh, we're going to be back again, as we said, as and when, with our thoughts on The Last of Us, maybe a season one roundup where we can kind of go into a bit more. Um, but watch this space, we'll be back, don't worry about that. But in the meantime, we'd love to hear what you think about the episode finale, sorry, the season finale, the episode nine itself, and and uh, the show as a whole. What were your thoughts now, all is said and done, as someone who hasn't seen the played the game who's watching the show or someone who has played the game and is watching it what, what are you seeing that's different what are you seeing that you like that you don't like we'd love to hear your kind of overall thoughts where can you tell us we're going to tell you right now bestman where are you online mate you can find me on socials at bestman bulletin and you can find me at bestmanbulletin.com and where can they find you matt uh, you can find me what i watch tonight.co.uk and search what i watch tonight across all of the social media platforms and again doesn't matter just because the season's finished we're still going to be telling you if you know somebody who likes the last of us or loves it tell them about this show please we would really appreciate that tell them there's a couple of geeks out there who have just broken down all nine episodes of season one and have promised to go ahead in future and do more of these so it's not a one and done we'd love to hear uh, other people's feedback on it but for season one thank you everyone so much for listening and for the support and for the kind words but until our next episode for me see ya and from bespin Oh, fuck.